Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. So to begin all the festivities here, to get the party started, our lead this hour coming from the NFL, why, why not? I realize it's April, but it's never a bad time to talk about the NFL. And we actually had some interesting developments, if you have not been paying attention, involving the team formerly known as the Redskins, but you can't call them that anymore, that's verboten. So if you didn't hear, and I don't know how you could have missed it if you paid any attention, but maybe not. So we have learned now that Dan Snyder, Danny boy, Dan Snyder has reached a preliminary agreement, a non-exclusive agreement to sell what was a once iconic NFL franchise to the guy that owns the Sixers and the Devils for a record six billion with a B like Ben, six billion. Holy crap, that's a lot of money. Now, Harris, as mentioned, he owns an NBA team, partially owns an NBA team, partially owns an NHL team. He's in his late 50s at this point, and he has a non-exclusive deal. It is fully financed, but not yet signed. And if you've ever dealt with contracts, if you've sold a house or bought a house or cars, it's not all done. It's not done. Any deal has to be submitted and then approved by the other aristocrats that own NFL franchises. The $6 billion would blow every other franchise value or or dollar amount out of the water here. The previous record, I know you're concerned about this, 
for a professional sports franchise in the Blue Blood Sports Leagues of North America. That happened in August of 2022 when the Walmart clan, the heir to the the Walmart clan, uh, Rob Walton, uh, he bought the Broncos and he paid $4.65 billion. But this is the Washington football team and a, a group led by Dan Snyder way back in 1999. They paid, at the time, I remember we, we maybe I was on the radar or not, I wasn't here, but uh, we talked about that. It was a ridiculous amount of money at the time. Nine, it was $800 million in 1999. And... More likely than not that uh, this will all be approved. It's just a it's a clerical thing, uh, and it won't get done until the league meetings, which are in late May in uh, Minneapolis. In fact, I, I actually will be in Minneapolis. Maybe I'll, I'll crash the league meetings when I'm in Min- Minneapolis because I'll be there around that time. So maybe you think I can I can get in there and hang out with some of the owners? That'd be fun, right? No? You think they'll kick me out? All right, so I have actually – been to the NFL GM meetings, and I did not have uh, access. I just kind of walked in like I belonged there. It was very weird uh, years ago, and I was not comfortable at all. But I digress. So let's get get back to the point, please. So the deal for the commanders also includes FedEx Field, woo! the stadium that's crumbling in Landover, Maryland, as well as the practice facility. That's over in Virginia. And the commanders, I think they uh, – is LeVar Arrington part of this? I guess he doesn't work for them anymore, but uh, he works for us. But the commanders have been uh, seeking a new stadium somewhere in the greater D.C. area, and they have swung and missed. They have swung and missed. So let us discuss the question. What does this report about the outline – not a deal, not a deal done, but the outline of a commander's sale from Dan Snyder to Josh Harris mean? So I've got billboard – Lucky Charms, and Scarlet Letter. And we'll put all of these things together. We'll lay them out, and we're going to make a nice pie is what we're going to make. So, A, the people that are already popping the champagne, uh, a little too soon. That is a premature premature soiree. The sale is not final. You say, well, it's just a matter whether it's this guy or somebody else. Until the paperwork is filed, and everything is rubber stamped. It's not a done deal. And Dan Snyder, here's the thing to remember about Dan Snyder. He could wake up today and say, psych, psych. And I had a dream, and the, the boogeyman in my dream said, you, you shouldn't sell the team. You shouldn't sell the team. And this is a gigantic billboard, this announcement. It's, it's very unusual that you announce we have a deal, but maybe not. We've got a deal, but uh. so to me, it's a big billboard on the side of the interstate, but it's not for the unwashed like you and me. It's advertising for the robber barons and the oligarchs, the people that have made it big in crypto or hedge funds and have a lot of money. And Dan Snyder tentatively agreeing to this agreement to, to sell his football team in part because he announces it, he advertises it on that billboard, he tosses it out there, and hey, if you want the team, come on down. Come on down. The price is right. You know what the price is right now, but I could get something better. And on the other hand, you've got Josh Harris, who's already got a basketball team and a hockey team, and he's willing to take this because he's already overpaying for the 
D.C. football team. So it's like nobody else is dumb enough to pay this amount of money. Are you kidding me? That team's not even worth that much. All right. Now, page two here. Let's assume the position, you and I, that Josh Harris does end up with the commanders. I'll be Benny Brightside. He'll get the team. Tell me the, the thing he should do first, the very first act. You are now the owner of the Washington commanders. What's the first thing you do? To me, this is straightforward. Now, I'll go first. What you do is you go into the crisis room with your marketing people, and you start throwing stuff against the wall. And you say, this name sucks rocks. This moniker is lame. And I get that the Washington Redskins were canceled. Now, we can debate if that needed to happen, considering the vast majority of of fans in that region when they asked for the new nickname. From what I was told by a source, most people voted for the Redskins as the new nickname when they were looking for a new nickname. But whatever, the NFL was able to hornswoggle that in or other groups were able to hornswoggle that in. The woke brigade won out. But that name stinks. That name sucks. So the first thing I do is I find something better than the current name. Because Commanders is as exciting as a warm bucket of spit. It's a placeholder. It's a Band-Aid. It's, it's kind of like this. If you're a kid and your parents are going grocery shopping and they say, hey, what do you want for breakfast? And you're like, you know what I want? I want Lucky Charms. I'm a big fan. I like the marshmallows. I like those Lucky Charms. And your parents come home from shopping and they in, in the bag, what's in the bag? They've got that magic treasures ripoff of Lucky Charms. No bells, no whistles, no leprechaun logo, no rainbow. And you're like, wait a minute. Do better. Be better. I wanted Lucky Charms. I didn't want magic treasures. I don't need magic treasures. And see, if, if you're the owner, Josh Harris, you go back to the drawing board and you, get, you tell your people to get creative. Come up with something that pops. This doesn't pop. It doesn't. All right, last word. So does Josh Harris, as the new de facto owner, jumping ahead here, does Josh Harris mean the commanders are heading into the penthouse of the NFL? Should all the other teams in the NFC East right now be biting their fingernails and saying, oh, holy crap, we're screwed. The Eagles, the Giants, the Cowboys. I would say hold your horses on that one. Is it true? that the soon-to-be newest NFL owner, Josh Harris, is more apt to visit the basement than the presidential suite. What's my evidence? Josh Harris, for all the money and the riches he's got, there's a scarlet letter right next to his name. What is it? It's the thing you're not supposed to bring up because this is a rah-rah celebration, but Josh Harris shepherded in one of the great infestations in American sport, one of the blights on the landscape of American sport, and he was the owner that gave his blessing to that. And you know what it is? Blatant taking. Uh, tanking. He, uh, terrible. Uh, tank, 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 tank. As the owner of the Sixers, he was the one that gave his blessing, endorsing trust the process in Philly. That snake, Sam Hinkie. As the GM, now we are happy to report that the tanking did not work out. It was a failure in Philadelphia. The Sixers wasted several years. They picked up all these draft picks, and then they selected mostly turds like Ben Simmons, the Aussie Muffet, and Markel Fultz, who's at most an average player, but certainly wasn't in Philadelphia as he's in Orlando now. But Philadelphia 
has not made it past the second round of the playoffs despite years of blatant tanking. And if Josh Harris was willing to give the nudge-nudge, wink-wink, to do the hustle in Philly with the tanking in the NBA, what is to stop him in the NFL? The only reason that trust the process ended with the Sixers was because of how bad it looked for corporate NBA. And so the powers that be came in and said, you can't do that anymore because you're hurting our business and people are upset by it. You can't be as blatant about it. And so they forced Jerry Colangelo to come in there and clean up the Sixers mess with his kid who had the burner account and that whole thing. Uh, but the, the answer to the question, if Josh Harris tanked in Philadelphia, that's the that's kind of owner this guy is, Josh Harris. There's nothing to stop him. In fact, you would be more empowered to do that in football because there's no draft lottery in football. If you go out and put a team together that goes 2-15, and 15, you are guaranteed to get the number one pick in the draft if nobody else is worse than you. If you're the worst team in football, there is no lottery. You finish with the worst record. Boom. Boom, 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 boom. You get the number one overall pick. So remember that. Remember that. You're, oh, I like taking. It's great. It's wonderful. Okay, well, you're a loser. You're a big, fat loser. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days, like literally. 
I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Our lead this hour coming from Pro Bouncy Ball. The league is on sabbatical. They took the night off. The final round of the sham playing tournament will take place later on on Friday night. The Chicago Bulls will take on the Miami Heat. And that's in the east. The Wolves and the Thunder in the west. The winners will play the Bucks and Nuggets, respectively, in the postseason. The real playoffs begin tomorrow in those postseason matchups. One of the teams that we will see in the playoffs this year, the Philadelphia 76ers. Their coach has a big mouth, and he was yapping about his sordid past. And that is our lead. If you didn't see this and you missed it, I hope you have some heartburn medicine. Doc Rivers, we learned, the coach in Philadelphia. Doc Rivers was asked about his Philadelphia squad and asked whether it compares to the Celtics, a team that won in 08, or the Lob City Clippers. And that is when Rivers pulled a fast one. He pulled out the bloody knuckles for the teams he coached in Los Angeles. And Doc Rivers was asked again whether this Sixer team is something that reminds him of the Celtics or a team like the Clippers. And he then took a body blow, body blow to the Lob City Clippers. As Warner Wolf would say, let's go to the audio tape. That's a great question. Um, I would say definitely more leaning towards Boston than the Clippers and not trying to take anything away from that team. That team was never going to win. When you look back at it, uh, we just didn't get along well enough as a group. And you can't win without cooperation. That's the only way you can win. And obviously better play. (laughs) That line right there. And this is from the Entertainment and Sports Network. It's a small startup in Bristol, Connecticut. But that, that is the voice of Doc Rivers on one of their NBA shows. And he said that line, that team was never going to win when you look back at it, is what he said. All right, let's discuss the question here. Give me your school of thought on Doc Rivers' claim the Clippers didn't win. Essentially, he's implied because of chemistry is why the Clippers did not win. So I've got Home Depot, Pyromaniac, and Moscow Mule. And we'll combine these three random things together. We'll lay them out on the table, and it's a free-for-all. It's going to be a dog pile is what it's going to be. Now, first of all, someone needs to call Lost and Found. Contact Lost and Found. Now, why do you need to call Lost and Found? Okay, I'll tell you. Because we have just discovered the village idiot. He's missing. And he's in Philadelphia coaching the basketball team in Philadelphia. Doc Rivers, as my grandfather would say, has a lot of chutzpah. Because you got to be joking. Doc Rivers is trying to use a little bit of revisionist history. And may I recommend that his next job is at Home Depot. 
because right now he's he's deep in the fertilizer area of the garden section at Home Depot. This is an example of Doc Rivers trying to gaslight the NBA fan. Gaslighting, if you're unfamiliar, you should know this by now, but gaslighting is something a lot of Weasley politicians do where they do something and then claim the opposite happened. And that's Doc Rivers when it comes to the Lob City Clippers. Mr. Smooth Talker. Wasn't my fault. It was the fact the players didn't have a good, good enough camaraderie. Tell me you're a moron, Doc Rivers, without telling me you're a moron, Doc. Nobody has ever confused Doc Rivers with a great strategical mind when it comes to the NBA. Right? His claim to fame, he's a people person. He's a, there's, there's a couple of kinds of coaches. The X and O's coach. And there's the Jimmy and Joe's coach. And he's the Jimmy and Joe's type coach. That's been his reputation throughout his career in the NBA. More of a father figure, a guy that keeps people from fighting with each other, motivating players. I, I don't believe coaches matter all that much in the NBA, but a bad coach can cause problems and be a thorn in the operation. But if you're motivating players and you're, you're creating an environment, an ecosystem, that is conducive to success where those players reach their full ability. And whether it's through inspiration or techniques that you do, and I covered those Lob City Clippers a lot. I was at a lot of those games, and I got there early quite often, and sometimes the Clippers would be practicing. And you know what Doc did most of the time at practice? The, he'd let the assistant coaches for the Clippers actually do the practice, and then when it was over, Doc would then give a five-minute speech to the team. He didn't actually do a lot of the meat and potatoes coaching during practice. He let the assistants do it, and then he would come in and give some rah-rah speech, and then they'd break practice. But you talk about the the blame game, right? And so, of course, he's going to blame the players, and the players, uh, the camaraderie is not why they lost. That is a fat lie. And Doc Rivers has so much culpability here. So much culpability, it's insane. Now, secondly... Let's address the Komodo dragon in the room. The real reason that the Clippers failed to reach their full ability in the Lob City era, and this is going to blow your mind. Nobody else has this take. All right? Nobody else, uh, the Clippers were a flower that bloomed during the regular season, but under adversity, they shriveled up. Right, And this was not because they didn't like each other. They didn't hang out together enough. They all took separate cabs or Ubers. we got to update the reference. Chris Paul and Blake Griffin and friends racked up all of these wins, all of these accolades. They're the most exciting team in the NBA in that era. They, they sold out on the road. Everyone wanted to see the Clippers. Most popular team with the hammer dunks from DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin. Big name players in that era. Success in the regular season. But as always, it came down to a single playoff series or a single playoff game. And that is the maddening part of all this. All that matters is who does better in the moment. And under the immense pressure, those Clippers were not properly potty trained. And they pooped the bed. And Doc Rivers was supposed to be the guy that set the tone. Right? He's supposed to be the fireman. And he's the one that calms down the anxiety. And he puts out the flames. And instead of being the firefighter, what did Doc Rivers do? He was an undercover pyromaniac is what Doc Rivers was. A pyromaniac. He was an arsonist. He burned down Lob City. 
He burned the whole. You know that famous story of the cow in Chicago and all. Yeah, that's Doc. Doc was the cow, the cow that started the Great Fire. The whole cl- the whole Lob City burned down because of Doc. Helpless, incapable of solving the malfunction, and the gold standard. One of the single, I'm not going to say the worst sporting event. The worst sporting event I went to ever was Game 7 of the 2017 World Series. The cheating a-holes beating the Dodgers while cheating. But this is in my top five. Game 6, 2015, Western Conference semifinals. I was there. The arena was called Staples Center, downtown L.A. Clippers had a 13-point lead going to the fourth quarter. 13-point lead. So early in the fourth quarter... I had to leave to get back here to the studio to do the show. On my way out, a lot of the people that I knew who worked in the arena were like, hey, congratulations, your team finally got to the the, uh, conference final. By the time I got to my car, four blocks away, the Clippers were losing. Four-block walk. By the time I got to my car, they were losing. They were 12 minutes away from their first trip to the Final Four. Now, I realize since then they've gotten to the Final Four and, and all that. But all of a sudden, this trap door opened up, and that is the single worst basketball loss I can recall. Houston outscored the Clippers 40-15, to that Lob City Clipper team in the fourth quarter, and James Harden, if I remember correctly, did not play a minute. It was Josh Smith and a backup named Corey Brewer who combined for 29 points, outscoring the Clippers by themselves by 14 points, and the Clippers couldn't make a shot. And Doc Rivers, he stood there on the sideline, paralyzed. He was absolutely powerless to do anything. And you're the coach of the team, Doc, and now here we are years later. Well, that team was never going to win anything. My fat ass, maybe if you'd done your job and put the right combination of players on the court, they would have won something. Wasn't that what you were hired to do? But what do I know? I just did the overnight show. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe you were not hired to make the right decisions. We had a great moment. Oh, you had a great, right? Shut up. We did Absolutely right. wonderful. Yeah, screw you. Final thought. Is it true that teams have to love each other to win big in the NBA? This, this is a misnomer. That is a Moscow mule is what that is. Uh, and as far as uh, we have a Moscow mule when you go to Moscow for the Bolshoi Ballet, because that's Bolshoi is what that is. And while I will not disagree, that certainly it makes it easier. In my early days covering the NBA, uh, I, I covered some teams that had uh, Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson, and those guys loved each other. They hung out together all the time. They were besties. You know what else? They sucked. On the court, okay? And, and it, it, they loved each other, though. They had great camaraderie. They played video games all the time. They were hanging out. They had one fun time. But here's the truth. The NBA, in the history of the NBA, it's filled with teams that have been at loggerheads with each other, and they still won despite squabbling in the locker room and having personal beefs. And the Clippers' issues off the court did not affect that Lob City team losing. And Doc Rivers is a fool to gaslight everyone and say that. And if you believe that Doc is right, you belong in the principal's office. Now, what's my evidence? Doc himself, this is what I talk about gaslighting. Doc omitted, and my friends in Boston can back me up on this, but 
The 2008 Celtics had Ray Allen and Rajon Rondo, who were always ready to tussle. Now, things got much worse when Allen skedaddled to go join Miami, but they didn't like each other when they were teammates. They were at disagreement in Boston. They won in 08. LeBron James in Miami loathed Mario Chalmers with the Heat, but they still won two titles working side-by-side together. The the greatest example, Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant. They were not besties. They were not. Uh, Kobe, and I was around those teams too, Kobe felt Shaq was a slug. And he wasn't in shape, and he wasn't committed to winning. And he was upset by that because Kobe always worked hard and Shaq didn't. And we've seen other examples of the San Antonio Spurs. Tony Parker was stooping Brent Berry's wife. He was sleeping with a teammate's wife. And San Antonio won two titles in, in that period with Brent Berry and Tony Parker. Heck, Draymond Green and Kevin Durant loathed each other with Golden State when they played together, and they didn't even hide it from the cameras, and they won. So I'm supposed to believe the Clippers didn't win with Doc Rivers coaching and Lob City because of that? Because they didn't get along with each other? dum da dum 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 da dum 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 Come on. Cooperation. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It makes me sick. It makes me sick. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual 
manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application with Express Employment Professionals, you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier by letting the professionals at Express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team. Express Employment Professionals is your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. So our lead this hour coming from football. Why not? Big day in Baltimore. Big day. The Odell Beckham story became reality. He was welcome to the Ravens' nest. Did you see this? They had a gala welcoming pep rally. You did not. So we can play some clips if we want. But Odell Beckham, he had his introductory news conference, if you missed it. He was meeting and schmoozing with the Ravens media, big Big wigs like Sports with Coleman were there and very influential Baltimore media people. So Beckham was extolling the virtues of playing in Baltimore. OBJ, let's get right to the point. OBJ said that he didn't have any assurances. There was no promise given to him that Lamar Jackson will end up being the Ravens quarterback this season. But, but Beckham implied that it was a major factor behind his decision to sign with Baltimore. Okay, let us discuss. The question, what is your viewpoint on Odell Beckham insinuating that Lamar Jackson did end up influencing his move to the Ravens? So I've got Godfather, Dashboard, and former Fox Sports Radio host Jim Mora. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make crunchy tacos, the gringo taco, uh, taco, my favorite taco. Not the soft taco. I like the gringo taco. So number one. Number one. To answer the question about my viewpoint on Odell Beckham, Beckham was enthusiastic is the, the tone that I got from watching this online, the, the stream of it. Uh, talked about his new team. Uh, but he was in character is the way I would describe it. After all, it's show business. you got to follow the script. You're a thespian. Talking points memo. I'm, I've been around long enough to see enough of these introductory news conferences where they all follow the same paint-by-numbers outline. 
Okay, so you, you get up on the dais and you say how excited you are for the opportunity. You're looking forward to the challenge with your new team. You have very high expectations and standards. Uh, Beckham talked about that. You have to reference the respect, the reverence for the Ravens' tradition of winning and the team's a good team and you you expect to be in the playoffs and you've got to come out and praise the owner for being so nice and talk about how wonderful the coach is and you're excited to play for the coach and you, you butter up the fan base. Rinse, wash, and repeat. Rinse, wash, repeat. Odell Beckham did not sign with the Ravens because of any of that. He didn't sign with the Ravens because of Lamar Jackson. Don't be a Rube, don't be a mark. Don't be that guy that the carnies mark you because you're a sucker. OBJ picked Baltimore for one reason and one reason only. The Godfather. In comparison to all of the other offers, this was the Godfather offer. He could not refuse. $15 million guarantee. Now, how do we know that OBJ did not really want to play for the Ravens because he contacted the Jets after the Ravens made their offer and said, hey, can you match this? I'd like to play with your team. I'd rather play with your team than this team. And the Jets told him to go pound sand. That contract, $15 million guaranteed, the largest, ever, largest given out this year in this free agent class of wide receiver this offseason in terms of average annual salary. And you look around, Alan Lazard, with the Jets and Jacoby Myers, expatriate with the Raiders, will each get $11 million per season. So Beckham got $4 million more than the other top receivers on the marketplace. So it's, it's obviously an overpay. Beckham's body was so messed up. How messed up was it? Thanks for asking. It was so messed up, he couldn't even play all of last season. Nobody else in the league came within a country mile of giving Beckham this money. Otherwise, he would have gone to that team. Period, hard stop. Now, page two. Do you believe that Odell Beckham's health is no longer an issue? So this has come up in conversation. That is the message that Odell Beckham's camp or posse or group or team, whatever you want to call his PR hacks, but that's the message that Odell Beckham and and, and people around him and himself are trying to get out. And the bullet point's rather simple, that the bum knee is no problem. Now, we are skeptics, right? If you look at the dashboard, take a look on the dashboard of the OBJ Mobile. You see that light flashing, that yellow light that's pulsating like that? Yeah, that is the check engine light that's flashing. And it's why everyone left the party early. Everyone left the party early. OBJ suffered the second torn ACL of his career. Perhaps we mentioned that, right? Super Bowl 56. One of the great Super Bowls of all time. Rams come back, beat the Bengals in a February game in 2022 in L.A. The 30-year-old Odell Beckham, turned 31 this season, has not played since that game 14 months ago as he missed all the last season. And if you look at what he did in Cleveland, he's regularly missing big chunks of the season. And right now, Odell Beckham is at a pivot point in his career. Age 31 season, Beckham either gets past this speed bump and plays another four or five years, or 
In two years from now, he'll be doing a podcast and getting a booking fee rocking the catwalk at Fashion Week as a male model. And and just the, the reality of he's not been durable. He's got a lot of Humpty Dumpty in him. He played well with the Rams, and I'm grateful that he chose the Rams, and the Rams chose him, and it worked out very well. But it, it's not a sustainable formula when you're not available. Now, what's my evidence? If you look at the red dots on the injury chart, in addition to the two ACLs, in recent years, Odell Beckham has had time missed because of a shoulder joint problem, a hip bruise, something called a pedal toe sprain. I don't even know what that is. A lower back injury. I know what that is. I've had that. A sports hernia, which does not sound bad, but at one point I worked with Brian Cox, who hated me, the old linebacker, For the Miami Dolphins, he worked here, and Brian Cox went into great detail because he had a sports hernia, and he described where they cut you open and and what they move around inside, and it's right near the groin region, and it does uh, does not sound pleasant. Beckham's also missed time with a quad issue. I can go on. There's more, but it's it's not pretty. You get the point. Final point. How much pull does Beckham have with Lamar Jackson? Meaning, since Odell Beckham has decided he, he's going to play in Baltimore, he's taking the big money, the godfather offer, does that mean now that Lamar Jackson is more inclined to play for the Poets again after saying he wanted to trade? So I'm shaking my head no. Appearances are often deceiving. OBJ and Lamar Jackson are friendly. In fact, I know they partied together. There were some photos online. They wanted everyone to talk about that, so here we are talking about it. But from the outside, the facade, people say, well, that's promising. But as former Fox Sports radio host, the great Jim Mora would say, this does not mean diddly-poo for Lamar ending his hostilities with the Ravens. Lamar Jackson is going to look out for number one, as he should, as you would expect, putting his own needs and concerns above everyone else, certainly above Odell Beckham, just like Odell Beckham chose the Ravens because he was looking out for number one. If he wanted to play for a team that's a better chance, he would have gone to the Jets, in theory, or he would have gone to Buffalo or Kansas City or somewhere like that. But it's a wacky business. And based on history, Lamar Jackson is going to end this Cold War midway through training camp. So looking into my crystal ball, it still indicates that Lamar will play this season for the Ravens. He will put his tail between his legs. He will put his head down. He will do the walk of shame, and he will eat the L. Now, there is no need to have a pity party here. This will be the most delicious L in the history of L's. Lamar will be settling for $32.4 million in fully guaranteed money. Keep in mind, that is more than Joe Montana made his entire career with the 49ers and the Chiefs. 14 seasons in the NFL. You want to talk about how the money has gone up, up, and away! Uh, Joe Montana. Now, I realize it's 80s and 90s, but Montana made $25.5 million playing for the Niners and the Chiefs. With inflation... And I did type this into my inflation calculator. With inflation, it is not exactly the same. But Lamar Jackson will still end up making uh, half, half of Joe Montana's career earnings in one 
season. If you're curious on the math on that, according to the inflation calculator that I used, in today's dollars, Montana would have ended up making $50 million total, a little over $50 million. So Lamar is going to make 32.4. I think he'll be okay, but maybe United Airlines can give him a free flight. I'm just saying. It is the Ben Maller Show. You want to comment on any of that? You can join us here at 877-99 on Fox. A story from last hour. I just wanted to mention this and give a quick thought on it. There's a rumor bouncing around. It's come across my attention that the San Diego Padres, who have thrown all kinds of money against the wall, they are uh, they're trying to get Juan Soto signed. They do not want to get into a bidding war. He's uh, going to be the next big-name free agent. So the Padres are attempting to put an offer together that will convince Juan Soto to not enter the marketplace as a free agent. A, I don't know if that's even possible with the amount of money flying around in baseball. So I, A, I don't know if that's the case. B, what if Juan Soto says, I want $570 million. Are the Padres are going to sign, are they just going to give him the money and say, hey, We'll just do it, and then when we can't afford it, we'll just trade him. Is, what if he wants a no-trade clause? Keep an eye on that story. It's it's early in the baseball season. Typically, these things don't happen. And Juan Soto, the odds favor him entering the marketplace in free agency. But uh, there, there have been some whispers that the Padres are looking to get him locked up before that happens as early as possible. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 